right now. Right now. This is it's time. We're doing it now. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. We're going live. Tiffany, introduce the podcast. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> tonight. This is what you get when we go live. Off the script. We're going, we're going off the script. It's uncharted territory. We are a family that gets together once a week to play 5th edition's Dungeons and Dragons. Why is it 5th? Well, because this is the 5th time that they've rewritten all the rules since they initially wrote the rules in 1978? No, maybe it was 73. I don't remember. I don't know my D&D history. I am a first-generation dungeon master, and this is the first time I've ever done it, 25 episodes later. Hmm. Let's introduce the cast. Let's start out with Dad. Dad, introduce yourself. I am Merlin, the magician, and I play my role wonderfully. Tiffy, introduce yourself. I am Asharis, a wood elf ranger who has creatures. Creatures? And last but not least, let's introduce the star of the evening, that little starlet of ours, Jessica. I play Ghost Slinger. I have a son, basically. It's a little cat. His name's Samuel. Samuel the Sun Cat. Got it. <laughs> and I am the Dungeon Master. I am Derek. And I lead this family through the trials and tribulations of everything that I make up. When we last left off, our heroes had just walked into a large cavern where they were confronted by Ghost Slinger's arch nemesis, Zabuza. And he said, Hello, Ghost Slinger. <laughs> what happened to his voice? <laughs> it changes every week. <laughs> it does. It's always different because I'm really bad at having the same voice. I need to go back and listen to the original episode where I introduced Zabuza, and then I could maybe figure his voice out and try to keep it. It would It'd be tough with that sinus as you got. Yes, I am also sick this evening, so eh, sorry. No, at least we can't catch it. So. Who wants to go over what happened before you got to the cavern with Zabuza in it? We were attacked by... Fleas? Rust? <laughs> Rust monsters. Rust monsters. We were also fleas. moss squid thingies and I almost died. Where were you when you were attacked by rust monsters and squid thingies that almost killed you? In the... It's not a goblin. They're the dwarven dwarves. Dwarven. You're in the caves. Um, of their castle. Dwarven's castle in the cave. Yep. I think it was a tunnel. You guys had gone on a crazy minecart ride down into the bottom of the mountain, where the dwarves had dug caves and started a mine and built a city. And the city was abandoned, and it looked like it had been attacked by a dragon a long time ago. And the dwarves were all gone, and while you were looting through the ruins for anything of interest that you could find that might explain what had happened, you found a bunch of stuff in some old shops. You found a hidden room with some clockwork figures in that you all kept. Yes. And then you made your way to the Grand Hall, where you had to solve a puzzle with a bridge, I think? Yeah, you did that. 
And then you headed up into the more recent part of the caves where you found Zabuza. So that pretty much sums up what we did last week. Anybody remember anything cool about the Dwarven Caves? The Necronomicon. Ghostslinger really likes the Necronomicon. The book? There was a book. It explained some stuff. The book of the book? Yes. It wasn't actually the Necronomicon, but technically it was a book written by the dead because they're all gone now. That's why I called it the Necronomicon. <laughs> Smart little girl. I like the bridge. Then you're really going to like tonight. Hmm. Are you putting us in a maze? No, but a maze would be fun, but I'd have to draw out a bunch of stuff, and that doesn't make for a very good audio podcast. All right. Enough delaying. Right back into the action. Zabuz is in front of you. He's holding Rawl by the scruff of his cloak, and he says... I just sent at least a hundred orcs, as well as a knight and his squire, to end the resistance in the Feywilds. Now there is nowhere left for you to run. No one for you to turn to. It is only a matter of time before Brentwood falls too. Now you're here. I'll put an end to you. He turns around, dangling raw like a rag doll in his hand, and he motions to the far side of the cavern. Do you like my dragon? You see a huge adult dragon covered in shiny silver scales pinned to the ground under heavy metal chains. It can hardly move. There are deep gashes that are half healed across the dragon's flesh. When the dragon opens its eyes and sees you, it snorts and an icy breeze flows full of snow across the floor. Heavy iron straps are holding its snout closed, and the chains, some of the chains appear to be covered in small runes etched in their surface. And you can see that as the cold flows across the floor, there is a brief glow around one of the chains holding the dragon down. Rawl, heartily conscious, slowly reaches out a clawed hand towards the dragon. Zabuza throws Rawl into the middle of the room towards the dragon and says, Cobalt slaves sure do love their masters. He turns back to you. As for you, Ghost Slinger... You have something of mine, and I want it back. No. No. This isn't like back in the Guinean missions. I won't lose to you here. My master has trained me in the secret arts of the village of the Hidden Sound. What have you been doing with your training? Nothing for him. You've just been hanging out with these losers. A human, and elf, and now a pathetic kobold of all things. How about you just give me what you stole, and I'll leave you with your lives? How about no, because I want this thing so that you can't open everything and create chaos everywhere and kill us all. Zabuza holds out his hands towards you and starts walking forward. Come now, I'm offering you your life. It's worth giving me that little trinket. Eh, no. <laughs> Let me describe where you guys are. You're standing near the small kobold tunnel that you used to crawl into the room. The chamber you're in is huge with a vaulted ceiling overhead. It's familiar to Ghost Slinger and Asharis, except unlike when you were in the Feywild, the hanging stalactites at the top are not obscured in clouds, and you can see several large stones that don't match the color of the rest of the mountain. 
The strange stones are blue-gray in color, while the rest of the mountain stone is more brownish. The chamber is at least a hundred feet across, and the large dragon fits in here easily. Across the floor, you can see a blood-red spell circle drawn out, but unlike when you saw the spell circle in the Feywild, this time, the spell circle has a second circle that's attached to it that encircles the restrained dragon. So I wanted to show you guys the spell circles. So the one around the big dragon looks like this, if it's going to let me do it. Is that in focus at all? Yes. Hmm. That looks cool. I think it The other one that you've seen before, because I know everybody wanted to know what the portal circle looked like. This is what the portal circle looks like, and it's right next to the one that's restraining the dragon. Can you see that one all right? Yep. Yes. For everybody that is on the internet listening to this wonderful podcast, the spell circle around Argal has four distinct circles with symbols inside them. And the portal circle is made up of lots of pointed... Uh, one, two, three, four, five... Pentagrams! Pentagrams? Yeah. Five pentagons, not pentagrams. A pentagram is different. Lots of pentagons on top of each other and lots of jagged diagonal edges with tons of little symbols drawn all over the place inside it. Mm. Now is when I turn it over to you, the players. How do you approach Zabuz's offer? No, no, and no. <laughs> well, I don't think we should give him this thing, right? I mean, he can kill us all. It's either when we die here, he takes it, and everybody else dies, and we give it to him, and everybody else dies, and we die later. We keep it, run away, and leave. Like, Zabu's on it, and kill him this time. We're gonna fight him and take him down? Hopefully. Or we can keep him. Hmm. Or we can keep him. It's like yeah. a little pet. Well, because her thing is evil, right, Derek? Did you get Zabuz's offer? Uh, Merlin, did you hear all that? I know you ran away to get a pencil. I know, he, he got his, he offered uh, our lives. Yes, and described the room for you. Did you get the room? It's a Make it short. And the dragon fits in it nicely. Well, I got the room with the dragon and the diet, with the chain and all that. And the, uh, the two different spell circles. Yeah, I think you ran off when Tiffany, or sorry, when Ghostslinger and Ashara started trying to discuss how they're going to approach Zabuza's offer. So what do you say to him as he's, he's coming towards you with his hand held out, uh, Ghostslinger? You tell him, hold on, wait a minute, let me talk to my friends. Hands off for a second. <laughs> Nothing. Just wait. Stop. Don't do anything. Talk amongst yourself. All right, I'll give you time to talk it over amongst yourselves, but my patience does have its limits. I don't care about your patience. Get over it. <laughs> so, this thing she has is evil, right? Or do we know that? We don't know. I think the last time that you guys learned anything about it was when Zabuza was talking to you in the woods outside of Brentwood. And he let it slip that he was after it because it might have something to do with portals of some kind, maybe? That's what Ghostslinger's been going on about, it being the secret to opening portals and stuff. Let's not do that unless we need to. Let's not do that unless we want to unleash a... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Hell? So, I am curious... 
where I know you have the amulet, Ghostlinger. Where is the amulet? Like, did you pull it out? Is it hidden underneath your cloak? Well, no one's gonna see it because Samuel has it. Okay, the cat has the amulet. That's fine. And it's not visible to anybody. Exactly. Okay. Then continue to the discussion. So, we can open portals, and we can only assume they're evil portals. Right? He, he said to the Shadowfell oh, and the Feywild, oh, which he's already right. done. Because he said he's going to do bad things. He's done horrible things in the He's already Shadowfell. done things. He's done a lot of things. He's done a lot of bad things? Yes! So we should take him out? Well, Ghostlinger, you do have history with Zabuza. You know that he is your nemesis. You've been off and on feuding with him. You may have, in the past, because Zabuza hinted at it, you may have gone to ninja training with him, or at least through some of the ninja training that was similar to his. Uh, so, you know he's a really bad dude, and you don't like him. And now he's been stalking you. What? Uh, yeah, that's why he came after you in the first place, was because he wanted the amulet back. He's stalking me, and I don't want to like it. <laughs> Did you say he has a live dragon chained in the corner? Yes. Yeah. A huge dragon. That our dragon. That was the dragon we were trying to get to, right? That's the dragon did appear to react when he saw you in the room. Okay. The dragon. I guess let's take some of that rust bug acid and throw on the chain and see if we can get that dragon free. I don't think that I'm going to just sit here and let you free my prisoner. I did tell you, you can either give me the amulet. Okay, so you guys are specifically hiding this conversation from him, then. Yes, yes. He rolled really good, so he heard that particular part. So, we need a distraction. What? We need a, we need a, a plan. And the plan is to release the dragon. If we release the dragon, he may be a friend of ours, because you have powers to talk to animals. I think he's the guy who was talking in your head. He asked us to come here. He said it. Yes, yes. You think so? You think the dragon was talking to me? Yeah, Derek said it. Wow. Yeah, he said Argal. Mm-hmm. So. He's been talking to him. That's the dragon. And he. Argal is the dragon? He has ice powers. Mm-hmm. He could We definitely need to do that, then. He could kill us all. We have the means. We have the means to release him if we can keep him from going into the uh, time portal. Ooh. All right, then we gotta fight him. Let's put some of this uh, acid on a on a arrow and see if we can shoot it toward that chain that's holding that dragon down. I don't think magic's gonna work, man. It's not magic. We're taking acid and putting it on a dr- on a arrow, and we're gonna awesome. shoot it over there and stick it through the chain and see if it'll. But eat its way through that stuff. The metal at the end. Like. We'll eat the metal. What? The arrow's made of wood. With a. It, it doesn't have a metal end on the end of it? It's got a stone on the end of it. Okay. 
an arrowhead. It could have a metal thing on the end. But at any rate, you, you could totally make up some kind of treated arrow. That would totally... that I'd, I'd let you do that. That's a cool idea. All right. That would release the dragon, then he would probably eat us. <laughs> now he'll eat the bad guy. I hope so. What what threat do we have against us? What kind of weapons does this guy have, Ashara? So, Merlin, you did see, when I was describing the room, that the chains on the dragon have runes etched in their surface. I don't know what a rune is. It's a magic sigil. So you think that these chains, to be binding a creature as powerful as a dragon, would be magically imbued. Mm. And there is a spell circle around the dragon. I've, I've got the spell circle. I understood that part. Okay. I saw it. I didn't know about the, ch- the chain being magical. I wonder if my magic is more powerful than his magic. Probably not. Uh, as far as you know, I don't know that Zabuz has ever done anything that immediately looks like magic. I know he's done ninja tricks in front of you with his magical, or sorry, I said not magical, with his shadow clone jutsu, where he is suddenly not there when he was just there a moment ago. Maybe that's magic, maybe it's not. Who put the chain on? This is Shadow Clone Jutsu. What are you talking about? I thought that was the... So it's a magical chain. Yes, you can infer that you believe it is some kind of magic on the chain keeping the dragon from breaking free. So do we think that acid's going to work on the magic chain? No. No. No, it won't. It'll only work on real chain. Because it's a rust-eating, it eats metal. No, I hope we're gonna get this dragon released. Although the stake might be metal, I don't know. I don't know how to undo seals. I sure don't. What was that? <laughs> Say that again. I couldn't quite hear you. All right. I said, does anybody know how to undo seals? Cause I sure don't. That's good. <laughs> hmm. Do I do I help with this? I don't know if I help with this. What is the uh? So, what is the stake out of? The stake? Mm-hmm. You mean the stakes that are binding the chains down to the ground? Yes. The stakes mm-hmm. are yes. routed in the spell circle. From what you can see where you are, which isn't the entire thing, but you can infer that from the two chain points that you can see, they are connected at specific spots on the spell circle. Because that's how So if you were work. to look at the drawing here of this spell circle that's holding down the dragon, you see at the top, bottom, left, and right, like the four points of the compass rose, there are symbols. Your chains are connected at those four symbols. Hmm. Ooga. I wonder if we can just get a... See if I can move that. I did. <laughs> Just like, wash clean it off. Up. Yeah, clean up the spell circle. He said it was blood or something, so... I said it was blood red. Oh. Mm. I imagine Zabuza now like in um, Sonic the Hedgehog, tapping his foot in the background. It's like, you, you want to run again yes. at any point? You guys want to run some? I just push, push, push right on the control stick, and I'll start running again. 
Mom, yes? I will try I respond. Hmm. I'm a level... What level wizard am I? Level four. You are level four wizard and you do not do much. <laughs> I don't have any powers that will counteract the circle. Flesh I will drop a out-of-game hint that in the opening before we started recording the opening, I did say if you liked last time, you would love this time. It's a I remember that part. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle! It's like a weird puzzle. Yes? Okay, so what does that mean we do then, Ghostlinger? So we wait. kill the guy. No, wait. You can do it. Wait. That's not how it works. Okay, tell me what to do. Give me a minute. So if we give the thing to Zelda, would he just run away with it? Probably. That's no good. We can't do that. Okay. What if we threw it around like monkey in the middle? But he's very fast, remember? Shh. Stop running. Okay. Somebody else goes over in that direction and tries to undo the sealy thingy. Well, we're I have around. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna say you don't have to hide the things you're saying from the listeners. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> this one's really quiet. Hey, last time Zeb, you were like Zabuta hears us. <laughs> I have a fog cloud. I don't want him to hear us. Jessica, um, I mean uh, Ghost Slinger. Asharis. Ghostlinger, I have a fog cloud that we could use. Oh, that's good. If I make this big fog cloud, everything will be cloudy. But you won't be able to see the dragon. We could go to the dragon. We know it's in a room. It's in the room with us. That's actually not necessarily a bad idea. If you wanted to have an opportunity to rush past Zabuza, you're like, okay, Zabuza. Will and then pff, smoke everywhere, and then you run across to the dragon to try and analyze what's going on with the dragon before Zabuza has a chance to react. I agree with that. I think uh, if I could get to the chain, I think I might be able to do something with it. I mean, you're a magician, so yeah. Why am I doing? I am a magician. Yes, I have the smoke or fire, but smoke is right now what I'm thinking. I have mage hands, which are hands that will. Uh, work without me actually being there. So I can get close to the dragon, use the hands to try to do something with the chain. Maybe around his neck or something. All right. Oh, yeah. it, it puts me in harm's way. But we need, need to do something. The dragon is not going to eat you. No, I know that. I'm just trying to get him loose. Okay. You guys have a plan. How do you go about starting your plan? Zabuz is standing nearby with his hand outstretched towards Ghostslinger. Give me the amulet. I'm gonna well, Ghostslinger has you. To, he has to pretend to go close to him, like take two steps forward, and then I make the smoke, and then I run past everybody and get next to the to the dragon. Sounds good. Got it? Yes. Go. Walk, walk. Ghostslinger, you walk up towards Zabuza. What are you doing? <laughs> You're spider monkey dancing as you walk closer to Zabuza. 
And he's, he kind of, he raises an eyebrow at you. He's a little confused. What are you doing? <laughs> and then as he says, what are you? What do you do, Merlin? I have got my smoke ready and I'm going to blast right at him. Boom. And suddenly this room is filled with fog completely. It's difficult to see anything. Can't see anything, and I run exactly to where the dragon is. I'm standing next to the dragon within two feet. Okay, so you run across the room, Ghostslinger. What do you do? Bye. Where do you go? So let me let me go a little bit further into this room here, real quick. There are five tunnels, five small tunnels that enter this room that you could see. One of them is the small tunnel that's near you at your back. The dragon is about 60 feet away from you uh, on the other side of the room. 60? Yes. It is a natural cavern, unlike the sculpted dwarven ruins, so there are some rocks and boulders strewn about the chamber that could give you partial cover. So you could hide completely inside one of the tunnels, or you could partially hide behind one of these uh, rocks or boulders that are strewn about the chamber. Oh my god. Okay. Are you going back into the tunnel that is immediately behind you, where you came into the room? No, that does not seem like a good idea. Okay, so you make a beeline towards one of these other tunnels that you're going to potentially go hide in for a moment. What about Asharis? That's one. And Blinky. Should I go to the dragon? No. I should stick with you and defend you in case he tries to kill you? Crap, crap. That's a good idea. That was a Pac-Man soundtrack of death. What should I do? Defense mechanism activate. Merlin defense. Okay, I'm going to the dragon. Okay. So, Asharis, you stick close to Merlin as you two start bolting across the room. And Ghostslinger, you head for one of the nearby caves. So you guys have split up across this room. Ghostslinger, you go to the left. Merlin and Asharis head straight past Zabuza towards the dragon. Wow. I love your outfit. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ghostslinger currently looks like a ninja. He does look like a ninja. Cool Ghostslinger. Really cool. <laughs> wow. She's even covering her face. <laughs> either a ninja or a terrorist. I'm not sure which. Ghostslinger. 16. Is your armor class better than 16? No, I'm dead. No, it's not higher than 16? All right, as you make a beeline for the cave, that you, or the little tunnel that you're going to hide in, ooh, a shuriken comes shooting out of the fog at you, and it strikes you for eight damage. I hate <laughs> They don't, sound, they don't sound good. Doesn't sound good. No. Sure, huh? It's kind of like a throwing star, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that you? Asharis and Merlin, you get about halfway to the dragon when you hear Ghostslinger crying. Ghostslinger, what do you do when you get hit with a shuriken? Do you say anything, or do you try and stay totally stealthy and not say anything? Stealth mode! Okay, roll me a stealth check. Give me the phone. Is that spaghetti? It is spaghetti. Mm -hmm. It's yummy. Wow! A net 20. 
Oh my god. You don't open your mouth, Merlin and Asharis, you don't hear Ghostslinger get hit by a shuriken. <laughs> it's called internal screaming. Oh, no. It's internal screaming? I like internal screaming. That's a good word for it. <laughs> it's amazing. Internal screaming, Mom. Oh, internal. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> so the two of you actually make it all the way to the dragon. And when you get to the dragon, you see the chains that are on the dragon. And one of the large, heavy chains covered in ruins is glowing like a light ice blue kind of color. It looks like it's illuminated with magic, but the other three chains that are anchored down at these different points on the spell circle are not glowing. This looks like regular chains? They have runes on them that are different than the runes on the one that is glowing. Let's put the acid on and see what happens. Okay. Which one? The less rune. Pick a number one to four. Two. You put the acid on Number two, and that's all the acid you had, and it doesn't do anything. Oh, no. It doesn't look like it starts eating through them. Unsuccessful. Hmm. Well, that's discouraging. Is the dragon moving at all? It doesn't look like he knows you're there because he can't really move very much, and the room is full of smoke. He talks to me in my head, and I talk to him back, yes? You have in the past. Yeah. Let's try it now. Tell him I'm here. You don't have that spell. He talks to me. He hasn't since you walked into the room, and it's been a while since the last time you got a sending message from him. The last time you talked to him was when you guys were with the lady selling pies. Right. So I want to pour some water. On one of the spikes at the base near the dirt. Holy Good God. idea. Uh, and and then I want to send Dizzy to dig. So you're going to try and dig up the spikes at the, in the spell circle, and you're going to pour water on it? Well, I'm going to wet the ground, you know, to, like, soften it. I like this. Okay. You are pressed for time. <laughs> okay, yeah, let Merlin do a thing. I'm going to let you do a thing. Which one do you pick a number one to four? Because there's four chains. Well, I did two, so you choose another number. Four. No, that's three. <laughs> when you pour the water to soften up the dirt out of your out of your, your wet skin, the chain that's attached to that spike starts to glow. Hmm. So now two of the chains are glowing. Okay, hold on. The, the, the ice made it glow, the water made it glow. I got nothing. What does that mean? Ice, water. Maybe, maybe, need, maybe it's like fifth element. It needs all the elements. We need fire next. Fire, water, wind, air. Yes, that's what I think. Zabuza tries to hunt down Ghost Slinger. Mm-hmm. And finds her blood trail on the floor and starts coming after her. Oh, no. And you can hear him, Ghost Slinger. He says, Ghost Slinger, you should join me. I know you want to be more powerful than these fools. What do you do on your turn, Ghost Slinger? No, 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 no. 
further into the tunnel. <laughs> you're going further into the tunnel? You're getting further away from your friends? Oh my yes! All right. Okay. Coward. Coward. You're a coward. Wait a minute. Can I throw a gun at him? Can you throw it? Oh, you wait. You want to shoot him with something or throw something at him or stand up and, and not just run away constantly? I want to throw something at him at least. Okay. You are concealed. He doesn't know where you are. So you have advantage on your attack roll. But you're also in fog. So you have disadvantage on your attack roll. That means that you don't have to put any negative modifiers on your attack roll. You can just roll a die to throw a shuriken at him or a dagger. Give me the phone. 16. What was that? 15. 15? 15. Plus her stuff or not plus her stuff? Add her stuff. her stuff. 21. Yes. Black <laughs> Okay, 21 hits. Roll me damage dice. Because that dagger. Uh, plus six. Six. Six total? How do you use a sneak attack? I don't know. How do you she use a sneak attack there? She <clears throat> can't use a sneak attack because she has advantage, but she also has disadvantage because of the fog. Um. Which doesn't make a lot of sense because... Let's... Let's go ahead and say, because of your nat 20 stealth check, that you are, in fact, more hidden than he is, and you can use your sneak attack dice. You don't get the damage? So, you rolled 2d6 more, and it came out to be a 9? Yep. Alright, I will add 9 to that, which makes it a total of 15. 15 and Zabuza also passes his stealth check, and he doesn't say anything. Wow. Oh no. Keep your mouth shush, internal screams. Merlin, you're back by the dragon. Yep. And Asharis was ranting something about maybe some elements or something. Lightning. Lightning. I have element. that. Look, we used ice and we I don't have lightning. Elements. I do have fire. Cool. Maybe try the fire. It doesn't seem like fire would work against. Try to burn the stake. Pick a number of I could try two and take. four. I have a fire bolt. Two, four, and three. Pick number one and number four. Have I got any more more spells since last game? No. No. I only have six marked. Five marked. You mean have you guys slept and therefore recovered spell slots? Yes. Yes. Does marked mean you have them to use or you've used them already? No, marked means I have them to use. I'm waiting to use them. I have five checked then you guys probably haven't slept because you haven't slept since the Dwarven Forge Room, and you may have used spells when you were in the Dwarven City. So we're screwed? <laughs> no, I changed. If you took damage in the Dwarven City, then that damage is still on you, and any spells that you've used in the Dwarven City are still expended. Oh. I'm dead. That's dead. terrible. You're dead? Almost. Okay, you're not actually dead. Yeah, you had me worried there. <laughs> Hands off. I mean, we didn't rest at all. No. You wandered up into this room. We went down the hill. Stupid roller coaster. Now we're working our way back up. Yeah, we have not slept. You slept in the Dwarven Forge room. So you healed there. But anything you did in the Dwarven City 
Any damage you took in the Dwarven City is still on you. All them stupid things. Yes. Well, I have I have full health. Nothing happened to me there. Well, something sure happened to uh, Ghost Slinger. I forgot. I know. <laughs> All right, Merlin, it's your turn. Yes. Well, I'm going to try fire. All right. I don't have lightning rods. I don't have no lightning rods. I'm going to change one to a four. Pick evens or odds. Ooh, odds. Okay. Nothing Nothing happens when you shoot fire at the... Of course not. Is it already glowing, the chain? No, not the one that he... he. You don't shoot fire at the ones that's glowing. You shoot fire at one of the ones that's not glowing, and nothing happens. Exactly. Okay. Asharis, it's your turn. You guys can't really feel anything. I mean, I don't have any magic wind or cause a distraction, so I could come back, maybe. How do I distract them and make them come back? Also, Merlin, your fog spell is a concentration spell, right? It lasts for ten rounds. I think so. This is round two, just in case we get through ten without you dropping it. Okay. Alright, I guess I'm gonna take off after you. Are you going to yodel? <laughs> Yodeling as I go to the cave? <laughs> That's a distraction. Yodeling as you go. Should I give away my position? As long as you're away from the dragon, you can yodel. See, it sounds to be an awful lot like Ghost Slinger just realized she's nearly dead, and she's like, oh no, this was a terrible plan, I should never have done this. And now I'm telling people to yodel in my favor, so I don't die. Well, I said I was gonna come after you. So yodel! <laughs> no, it's yodel you! <laughs> it sounds to me like... Asharis just made a bunch of noise for no apparent reason next to the dragon. <laughs> no, I said I was going down the, the, to the cave where she is. Except you don't know where she went, and you don't know she's dying. Oh, no. Because she hasn't made any noise. So, let me tell you that my blink dog has teleport. <laughs> Maybe he knows where she is. I will give you... An animal handling check to n- notice that your blink dog smells blood. Pointing in that direction. Yodeling! <laughs> yes, I'm yodeling for nothing. That was a great yodel, too. Uh, 13. I hear a 13. Plus. Add, add whatever your stuff is. 5, 6, 7. So 20? What did I, what was that? Twenty. Twenty. I don't know why, but you guys start off loud and then get very quiet as the episode goes on. Oh, I'm still loud. With a twenty, you notice that your blink dog is acting strangely, and he's kind of looking over in the direction where you know that you had talked with the ghost slinger that she was going to run. So I'm gonna go in that direction. Blink dog's gonna smell the ground and know which way she went. Okay. You start heading in the direction of where Ghost Slinger is. Oh, I know whose turn it is. Oh, yay. Yes, indeed. Asharis, take out a sword. 
I have taken out a sword. And Desharis also takes out her sword. <laughs> Ghost Slinger! I can take you before the Masters in White. They will train you as they have trained me! I don't like them. And he finds the entrance to the tunnel where you have run in. Yay, that's great! And you are hiding. Merlin, back at the dragon. What are you gonna do? Asharis seemingly left you without telling you anything. Well. Or she could just be out of sight in the fog. You can't really tell. Everybody's out of sight in the fog. I want to try Madge Hands to grab a hold of the spike and see if I can pull it out of the ground since she put water on it. All right. Roll a strength check. Is your strength negative one, Merlin? I'm sure it is. Yes, it is. You rolled a two. <laughs> I like Tiffany's dice much better. Asharis, you are following Blinky, who is on the trail of something. You're not sure what it is yet. And he comes across blood on the floor. What do you do? Pull out the No one no one has screamed. No one has said anything in the fog. Other than you've heard talking to her. Zab is a talking. But now you see blood on the floor. We'll continue on in the direction of Ghost Linga. After I've taken out my second sword. Faster, slower, same speed. Because you can do a double action to run. How far away are they? They're far enough that you might want to run. You don't know how far away they are. Alright. 60 feet's a long way. Double up. Okay. So, you run following this trail as fast as you can without plowing your face into one of the rocks in the room. And you run smack dab into Zabuza at the entrance of the cave. Right, with my swords out. With your swords out. With swords in hand. <laughs> smack dab. And he turns at you and says, Oi! Why is everybody saying oi today? Don't hesitate. Stab him. Yep. She can't. She ran. Because I double ran. Yep. Oh no. But my blink dog is in front of me! He is leading the way, that is true. Is it Ghostslinger's turn now? I'm losing track of the order, I'm trying to keep so many things straight in my mind. Ghostslinger, it's your turn. You are down a tunnel. Zap was at the entrance of the tunnel, and you just heard him say, Oi! What does that mean? Now, Ghostslinger, if I can interject as an uncle, this might be a good time to remind you that as a bonus action on your turn, you can disengage and run past Zabuza at the entrance of the tunnel without taking an opportunity attack. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Thank you. Are you going to attack him though first? I don't know. Probably. Throw something at him. You could. Okay, so let's see how this turn would play out. You run up the tunnel, stab him, and then disengage as your free action. So you could run away from him. Now, I might also suggest, maybe if you have a healing potion, not stabbing him. Drink your healing potion, disengage past him, and then run away. Oh, actually, you couldn't run because you would have drank the healing potion. Health potion? Oh, yeah. You have a health potion. <laughs> 
So you can do that? It's up to you. You don't have to do that. You could still hit him. You hit him pretty good last time. I don't want to die. Okay, drink the health potion. So what does she have to do to drink the health potion? She just says she's drinking the health potion and then rolls two, 2d4 plus her cod modifier gets healed. Get healed so you can fight another day. Okay, uh, six. Plus her con modifier? With the con modifier. Constitution, seven. Oh, seven. So you heal seven damages. Which might be incorrect. Maybe you're just supposed to heal eight plus your con modifier. I'm not exactly sure. Actually, I think that's what it is. It's probably eight plus your con modifier. So you heal nine. Nine. Okay. And then you disengage past Sabuza as your free action. Yeah, and then you could move. So you could get well past him, or you could get behind Asharis. Hi! So what are you going to do? Behind the motherfucker. Ghostslinger, you run up out of the tunnel that you're in, towards Zabuza, because you heard him make a noise that was unusual, <laughs> intending to dart back into the room towards your friends who are going to help you not die. When you get to the top of the tunnel, you see the shrouded figure of Zabuza, as well as a dog shape and a person. Those can only be your friend, Asharis. And you quickly dart behind her. What do you say? Hi. Thank you. That's it? Don't let me die. <laughs> Hi, don't let me die. <laughs> your dog can't protect us, right? Does Zabuza come after you? I need to write down this initiative order, because it wasn't meant to be an initiative order, and then it kind of happened. So it's Merlin, Asharis, Zabuza, then Ghostslinger, or was it Ghostslinger? Yeah, it was Zabuza, then Ghostslinger. Then Ghostslinger. So Ghostslinger, you just went. Merlin, back at the dragon. And we are on the third round of your fog. Alright, what's the plan now? Which, I'm letting Fog be far larger than it would actually be. It would not have filled this room, but I will explain later why it does. It's in a cave. It's in a cave that's a hundred foot in any direction. It's a big cave. I think Fog is only supposed to be a 20 foot fog. Or 20 foot diameter fo fog. Gotcha. This is a 60 foot cave. It's a hundred foot cave. The dragon was 60 feet away. Oh, I thought it was a 60 foot cave and the dragon was on the other side. Okay. What do you do, Merlin? You tried to you tried to pull the uh, the chain out of the ground last time, and you might have herniated your back. <laughs> yeah, let's let's try uh, detect magic. Okay, consume the spell slot for detect magic. Yep. Oh man, this is going to be tough to do. When you say the incantation that allows your eyes to see magical energies in the area, you see through the fog. A really big magical, like, residue. It's not like something's there that's magical, but you can, t it's like when you leave, a when you turn off a fluorescent light and it glows for a little bit, you see, like, a really faint, huge opening where the portal was open that Zabuza talked about when you first came into the room. The spell circles on the floor are glowing brightly. The four chains in front of you also glow with the color of magic, which is different than the color that they lit up when you did whatever you did that caused them to light up. And also in the dark, or not in the dark, but through the fog, you see several small things 
you can't tell what they are, but like in the ceiling around you, you can see glowing, like I won't say like fireflies, but bigger. So something on the walls and roof of this cave that you're in are glowing magically when you do detect magic. Huh. How far? How far does the detect magic let you see? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Only 30 feet? I don't think that's true. Maybe it is. I'm going to look at... It says magic items within 30 feet. Oh, okay. Then I guess I'm wrong. I'm standing right next to the dragon. Oh, yeah. The dragon glows, but he pretty much already glows. Yeah, but I'm standing right next to him, so I can see the ceiling where these sticks are sticking down. Yeah? Well, you can't through the fog, but you see the shapes of glowing... Things like in the ceiling and the walls of this cavern, and I'm giving you some more than you should be able to see there. All right. As well. All right. So that's Merlin's turn. Asharis, you are right on top of Zabuza, who you bumped into in the fog. What do you want to do? So how does he look? Is he bleeding? You can see where he's been hit by Ghostslinger's dagger, but he's not like bleeding a whole lot from it. He is wounded, but not bleeding out. Great, I'm going to take this guy down myself. And I believe you have both swords drawn. Because you are going to have to go over there and help do something with the dragon. With your amulet. Right? I don't think that's how it's working. You don't think so? You don't think the amulet has something to Magical elements. But we've tried fire and didn't work. So you want to throw some dirt on it? <laughs> no, lightning! We're, who has lightning? You? Nobody has lightning. Okay, she has lightning. So the you have lightning? The thing that I have has lightning, and it has multiple choices for something, and one of them is lightning. Okay, well. Wow. Well, quit holding back. Doesn't that happen randomly? Isn't that chromatic orb? Oh, it happens randomly? Doesn't it? I think you're talking about chromatic orb. I am. Let me look. Chromatic orb. Clever idea, though. I like it, little girl. In fact, you get inspiration for that. Oh, please, you hurt. Yeah, a lot of good it did me. What do you do with inspiration? Inspiration lets you re-roll any die you want. Well, any attack die, any d20 roll, you can roll it again. So, <laughs> like, if you want to hit somebody and you miss, use your inspiration. That's not really how it works. You're supposed to have to declare in advance that you want to use it, but I don't care. You guys can do it the way that I said. <laughs> oh, no, I'm wrong, Ghost Slinger. <laughs> you choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, thunder for the type of orb you create. Yeah, you have every type of energy. <laughs> wow. All right, then on your turn, I'm telling you in the game, to go over there to drag. But quietly, so that Zabuza does not hear you. Zabuza. Uh-huh. And then I will attack him. Oh, dang it. I finally rolled low. He didn't hear you. Aha. Sneaky. So, what do, you, what do you say to her, other than saying that I told you? What do you tell her? She needs to go over and help Merlin with the dragon. Okay. Ghostslinger, you hear the words, She needs to go over there and help Merlin with the dragon. She! Yes, <laughs> Zabuza's turn. Wait, I 
I'm Wait, no, you. it's not. Is that all you're going to do? You're just going to tell her? No, I'm attacking him. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, roll some dice. 17. Do something. 17 plus 7. That'll hit. You move along for a first. Uh, 8 plus 5? 13. Did you just add your dex, right? Yes. You add your dexterity modifier to it. Okay, then the other sword. 14 plus 7. That'll do. Roll of damages. Five. In this one, you don't get the dex, right? No, you do. You took that uh, two-handed fighter feat. Really? So it's a ten. Yikes. Let's see. I need to know half of what that number is. I don't think you're there yet. He is definitely wounded by your attack, though. Asharis, while Ghostslinger darts past Zabuza and distracts him, you stab at him twice with your two swords, dealing 23 damage. Woo-hoo! Zabuza turns to face you, and he sees my Ghostslinger behind you, and he says, Give me that amulet, or I will destroy you! Have fun trying, child. And he goes to... Do we have a picture of this Zabuza's guy? Ooh. No, you don't have a picture of Zabuza. Okay. I suppose I could maybe put something together. Give me a second, just to go and get it. Oh, she's going to pull out her picture of Zabuza? That works great. And he strikes at Asharis! How do you spell it? Zabuza? Yes. <laughs> Z-A-B- Wait a minute. Hmm. All right. Z-A-B what? So she said that she was busy. Mm-hmm. She's writing Z-A-B now. Z-A-B-U-Z-A. That is crazy. Zabuza strikes at Asharis. Does a 23 beat your armor? Oh my god. This definitely isn't from the anime. I suppose so. I don't know what that is. I guess it looks like a sword? No, this is Zabuza. Uh, I don't see anything. It's very hard to see. (laughs) Too much contrast. Too much pots and pans. (laughs) Uh, let's see. What's next here? Ah, I know. Damage dice. Four plus four... Asharis, you take eight damage. And then Blinky attacks him back. That's not how that works. Oh, darn. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. He'd have to make a ranged, spell, a ranged attack, and he didn't. So Blinky doesn't attack him back, but you take eight damage, and then you have to roll me a DC 14 saving throw. Constitution saving throw. So you can add your constitution modifier to it. Well, then you better roll a 13 or better. So I have to roll a d14? No, roll a d20, and it better be a 13 or higher, or you don't pass. 15! Dang it! One! Alright, you passed that (laughs) one. This fight hasn't gone how I planned, so getting to do this will definitely make it better. Zabuza rolls a critical strike against Asharis. You take 13 damage and have to roll a constitution saving throw. Again? Yes. I bet we don't survive again. 14. Oh, plus one! Dang it. Alright. You succeed and are not bothered as his sword stabs into you. Actually, I say sword. It's a katana. It's very fancy. not bothered as his sword stabs into you. 
Well, I mean, it's it doesn't bother you any more than taking 13 points of damage would normally bother you. Hmm. It's just a flesh wound. And then we go to... Wait, what? It's just a flesh wound. And then we go to Ghost Slinger. Ghost Slinger, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Use the orb. Use the magic orb. Use the war orb, woman. Okay, Hurry up. stop shouting at me. We're gonna die. Okay, you are a long way from... Oh no, I forgot you're a stealthy ninja that can run stupid fast. Alright, you can use your bonus action to run. You can run normally. Then you can use your regular action to run, and you'll end up at the dragon. Okay, then I'll run. Where's she going? Run, but then can she attack it? No. The thing? But she gets there in one turn. Well, isn't it a range? Oh, good point. But she... Okay, okay. I like this plan. Go ahead and... Let's see. Use your bonus action to run. Then use your regular action to run. Then tell me what the range is on Force Orb. Force Orb? 90 feet! Oh, man, that's crazy. Wait, we didn't... Or not Force Orb. Chromatic Orb. That's what you found out it is? Yes, I had it pulled up. Wow. So from 90 feet away, through the fog, Ooh. or not 90 feet, you're 30-some-odd feet away. It'll t You'll have to still run to get cut up close to the dragon next turn. Roll me a d20 roll with disadvantage. So roll two dice, take the lower. Seven. Three. Uh, plus five? Seven plus five is twelve. That's good. Is that seven plus five? Okay. What element did you choose? Lightning, because I said lightning earlier. Okay, you said lightning earlier. So you throw a lightning orb in the direction of the dragon, and thankfully, you don't hit the dragon as it whizzes past and hits the wall behind him. That's a good deal. But you still have to expend your spell slot. Horribly wrong here, people. I need you to free the dragon, because this guy's going to kill me. What do you think? We're Hit the... Alright. Throw the lightning at the wall. Ghost Slinger used her turn to throw a chromatic orb. Merlin, it's back to your turn. Use the fire again on the other one this time. Well... I need her to throw the her magic at the uh, ceiling. Why? To block the power that's causing this dragon to be trapped. If you can turn off the uh, the portal, then you'll stop the magic that's causing the dragon to be trapped by the chain, and then we can we can handle the chain. The portal's not on. You see the residue of where the portal was, not that it's open. Oh, is that? Oh no. See, that's not much. Hmm. Well, maybe I can throw some fire on the ceiling. Well, let's forget about the fire on the ceiling. Throw some fire at Zabazoo. It's way too far away. We're trying to release this dragon. That is a bad idea. You guys are trying to kill him. Well, we're trying to release the dragon as well as kill him, but we will not kill him because... I will allow it. You can hear combat, Merlin, on the far side of the dragon, on the other side of the room. You can absolutely 
throw a fireball, uh, a firebolt, sorry, in that direction to try to hit Zabuza. Is that what you want to do? I think I should do that. Okay. I will roll the dice. One more confirmation. That's what you want to do. That's your turn. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Every time he says that, something bad is happening. Oh, I know. Okay. What is your... Let's see. Proficiency is plus two, so that's 13 plus... What's your modifier? My what? My what? Intelligence modifier. If I had intelligence, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> intelligence modifier. It's four. It was three, but it's four now. By an amazing display of magical ability, Merlin hits Zabuza with a firebolt from a hundred feet away. <laughs> God. It's 1d10 damage. Zabuza takes seven damage as he is struck in the back by a fireball from an opponent he can't even see. <laughs> Incredible. Amazing. Amazing. That's magic. <laughs> magic. And I have good news. Oh, good. With that hit, Zabuza starts bleeding out. Can we not kill him? He's not dead. He's not on the ground. But he is definitely at the point where I always say the creature has started to look like they're not doing so good. Uh-oh. That is my only thing. What? Why not? We're not going to kill him. I thought you wanted to kill him. So, I, 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 Jessica, look at me in the camera right now. Logan. I got I got you covered, girl. Now Maybe he released his power on the dragon. That was Merlin's turn. Asharis, you're next to Zabaza, and he just got like struck in the back with a fireball that he never saw coming. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So he's not looking so good. He's not looking so good. And you don't want me to kill him. You don't hear her. She's talking out of character. What would Asharis do if this dude in front of her just got hit by a fireball and the last plan was, this is bad dude, I hate him, I want him dead. Zabuza, if you step down and release the dragon, I will not end your life. And thunder from the mountain. Did you hear the thing? <laughs> <laughs> Zabuza looks up at you with fire and hatred in his eyes, and he says, I would never surrender to you. My masters will destroy you all. There, even if you defeat me today, I will come back tomorrow stronger than ever. So it's just gonna Wow. Doesn't matter. Sound like the wicked witch. I want to keep him as a pet. Hit him off with the pass. Even Grandma says, cut him off at the pass. <laughs> hmm. Alright, then I'll finish him. Well, what kind of face is that? I was trying to figure out how I could let Let me spell something out, then. When I say they're bleeding, they're not looking so good, basically it means they're at half their health. If I say they look like they're on their last knees, they're on the floor, about to die, anything like that, they're within striking distance of being dead. So, 
Zabuza is bleeding out. He's bloody. So he's at about half his health. He's not on death's door. He definitely looks like he's got some fight left in him. I did the yellow diamond face for nothing. Dang it. All right. It'll take a while to get over that fireball on his back. I will attack him. All right, roll me some damage dice. Or actually, roll me first to hit him. 20. Oh, no. Asharis crits him back. That's right. He tried to kill me earlier. All right, add your crit dice together. Roll twice as many damage dice as normal. That's two. He does not get my orange juice. Get the orange juice? Fifteen! Plus, what is it, five? Five, yeah, yeah. Dang, girl! That's some damage! I'm gonna take him out! Alright, now he's he's starting to really not look so good. Alright, he's second-guessing that whole I will spare you thing, isn't he? When you strike him, round five, he says, I can't believe you've lasted this long. Me? Can't believe I've lasted this long? Yeah. Yeah, he says it, he says it to you. You shouldn't be this powerful. You're just a meager elf. She's secretly Link. <laughs> Is that the rest of your turn? Are you done? No, I still have the other sword to hit him with. All right, let's do it. Um, I can, I can tell him now. Well, would you like me to spare your life now? <laughs> Never! I'll fight you to the death. How about you? How about you? So, <laughs> just want to handcuff him. It, it, Jessica is. It just happened. Again, again, what? Again, I'm, I'm getting tired of your dice app, Tiffy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy you some dice. <laughs> Only for her specifically. All right. Hey. Uh, roll me double the number of damage dice again. Hey, they can't release the dragon. I'm gonna take out the immediate threat. <laughs> uh, eight. Eight plus five. Five. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Yoda. No. <laughs> Specifically Kenny. Okay. Alright. That's Asharis' turn. I've done my part. Zabuza clutches at the wound on his chest from where you've stabbed him critically twice. And he realizes that he hasn't... Or no. He looks towards the direction the Ghost Slinger ran. That's what he does. He looks to the direction the Ghost Slinger ran off in, and he says, I'll get her yet. Uh-oh. Can we ask uh, uh... And from in front of you, Gasharis, where your dog tries to bite at him as he disappears, when Blinky grabs onto his leg, he puffs into smoke. And Blinky is left just with a log in his mouth. And Ghostslinger, you hear Abuza on your tail. I'll get you, Ghostslinger! If it's the last thing I do! And he chases after you. Oh, jeez. I hope you die, then. Ghostslinger, you are slightly in front of Zabuza. What do you do? I wish I had some epic ninja moves, but I really don't. 
Tell him to release the dragon. He's not going to. You could ask him or you'll kill him. We already did that. That was before he was wounded. Yeah, he's extra wounded now. I have a question. What is your question? This one has the weird thingies. The weird thingies. I want to do the thing with. The thing with? What are you talking about? I don't remember what they're called. Weird thingies. The weird thingies. What did the weird thingies cause to happen the last time the weird thingies were out? I don't know. What did they do? Then how do you know that you want her to do anything with the weird thingies? I don't know. I just want to try. What? I don't know. I'm being stupid. Never mind. Just, I just want an epic ninja showdown. Well, you're having your- You're having an epic ninja showdown. He is literally chasing you. Ninja running across a room full of fog with a dragon in it that you're trying to go and save while he's trying to stop you. If there's anything more epic ninja than that, please let me know, because I'll include it in the next episode. (laughs) Oh, and it's even better because you're almost dead. So you're almost dead running away from the ninja that's almost going to kill you (laughs) towards a dragon that you're trying to save. What do you do now? And you're bleeding to death at the same time. <laughs> face him. Turn around and face your fears. You have stealth. What All if right. I was dying? You would have to try Fine. to save me. Fine. Do you know what you want to do? All right. How many more times, by the way, can you cast Chromatic Orb? Maybe two. Maybe two? Which would not be for what I'm about to do. Okay. Because for what I'm about to do, I need this to happen at least once. Every time I've tried to hit him with Ice Knife, almost every time, I think, I haven't hit him. Alright, sounds good to me. Once. So we're rolling. She's rolling the die. Thank goodness. 17. We'll sell that stuff. Five. Five. I'm pretty sure that hits him with Ice Knife, Ghost Slinger. Yay! So, do you want to describe it as you turn around, fling your arms out in the air as you're still running like a ninja, and summon an Ice Knife in front of you and it shoots out of you straight at him and buries into his chest. Awesome. Release the dragon, or I'll pull the knife out and let you bleed to death. Alright, so. Roll damage! Swag. It's swag. That's what I'm trying to look up. You should give me the Maybe a better day tomorrow, Mom. Night, Grandma. Bye, honey. What a badness. Moan and groan. Oh, I'm sorry you don't feel good. I've got this bum back, you know, it's just old age, I guess. Good night, children. Enjoy. Love you. Good night, Grandma. I'm just going to go read yeah. and forget my back. It says... It does 1d10 piercing damage, followed up by a dexterity saving throw, or he will take 2d6 cold damage. 
and his dexterity saving throw is a 20, so he saves. Does it take half? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Each creature hit or miss, the shard then explodes. The target and each creature within 5 feet of the point where the ice knife explodes must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. So we know he doesn't take the cold damage, but he does take the 8 from the from the piercing. The knife sticks into his chest, and with lightning-fast ninja reflexes, he pulls it out and slings it across the room as it explodes in the air next to him. And he doesn't take the cold damage. And Ghost Slinger, he looks at you, and he says, Fine! I will haunt you in the shadows, Ghost Slinger! You won't be rid of me until you die! Okay. And around him, Within a 20-foot sphere around him, so you're enveloped in this sudden darkness that encompasses him and everything within 20 feet. You can't see anything. It is pitch black. And you hear laughter as the black fades away, and he is gone. Escaped again. Escape from the city. Hmm. Making all the references. We just can't take this guy out. We're going to have to make a plan to kill this guy. So... Ghostslinger, what do you do when the darkness fades? Well, Cry. we failed again! Is that what you say? Yes. Do you say it loud enough so that everybody can hear? Yes. Everybody else, what do you say when you hear this? We'll get him next time. You don't know, Sharis, uh, what happened. You saw this black orb in the room just suddenly move across the space and then disappear. So you don't necessarily know what happened, but you did hear Ghostslinger, so you know she's at least alive. Okay. Merlin, same thing for you. You don't know what's going on. Alright, well, I'm gonna head towards the dragon. Or will he just magically be released? Oh, you wish it was that easy. Can we save the dragon, or... I don't know. Merlin, you have fog all around the room, and someone just said something slightly cryptic about failing. Failing? Ghostslinger said it. She said we failed again. Oh no. Positive attitude. What do, what do you do? No. Do you lower your fog? Do you shout out to her? What do you mean? What? Is he gone? Something? Anything? I'm gonna clear the fog. Okay. Merlin clears the fog. And you don't see Zabuza anywhere in the room. But you do see blood on Ghostslinger. Mm. Who is? Mud. Blood. She's bleeding, because oh, she's low on health. Ghostlinger, are you okay? I'm bleeding. And she's doing a little dance, apparently, <laughs> as she's bleeding. She's like, he's gone, I'm bleeding, it's great, I'm fine, it hurts. <laughs> this is so I'm funny. Bleeding. I'm bleeding. <laughs> she was taking him out earlier. Oh, and you did also hear the I will haunt you in the shadows nonsense. Oh, he's a stalker. I don't like him. Okay. Now, the three of you are gathered around the dragon, and Rawl is on the floor in a pile nearby. What do you do? Hi, Rawl. How's it going? Why weren't you helping? Oh, wait, because he threw you across the room. Yeah, he's, you know, doing that standard non-player character thing where he's unconscious nearby. The annoying thing. You gonna do anything about it in the stereotypical, you know, player character kind of way? 
I would stab him, but no. <laughs> How about one of the non-chaotic characters? Are you guys going to do anything about raw leg in a pile on the floor? I'm going to go see if he's all right. Okay. You go over to Rawl and, and, and kind of wake him up and help him to his feet. And he comes over and starts inspecting the spell circle with you. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Sharos, we have to take a nap tonight so we can re re yeah, restore we our health. We could bed down right here next to this dragon. Yeah. Rawl says, chains glow. Why glow? Well, when the dragon blew the ice, the first chain started to glow, and then I poured some water, and the second chain started to glow. That's all we know. That rhymed. Glow and no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the chains, they must go. <laughs> Bring some electric. Maybe snow. <laughs> We've tried wind. We've tried snow. We've tried electric. Nothing works. <laughs> That's a lie. I couldn't hit it. It's true. She couldn't hit it. Nothing, nothing rhymes with orange. Nothing rhymes with orange? No. Or no. Orange is a word nothing rhymes with. How find ice dragon? What ice dragon not have? Fire. Fire. Is this an ice dragon? Try fire. Again? Because we didn't try fire. Chain. I used my fire on the, on the guy. Oh. Well, he used so let's try some fire. I'll highlight what Ghostslinger said. We tried fire on the wrong chain. Hello. Oh, good. Okay. All right, Merlin, what do you do? Let's try fire on all the chains. <laughs> That's bad. When you try fire on the other chain, the chain lights up. See? Oh, oh no. If he would have done this earlier, maybe he wouldn't have escaped. With his life. So? Raw looks at the last chain, and he's sitting there, and he's thinking about it. Two and three did not work. What other element? Earth. Rub some dirt on it. Okay. Asharis <laughs> goes over, and she picks up some of the dirt in the bottom of the cabin floor, and she tries to rub dirt on it, and nothing really happens. Okay. okay. Raw says, good try. Uh, Alright, so we've had dirt. Wind? Wind is left. We have some wind. We haven't tried wind from the movie. What do you do? Blow on it. Okay. Asharis, you run over to it, and you blow on it, and nothing happens. It doesn't start to glow. In the background, well, that's a calming <clears throat> What other chromatic orb did you got just the thunder? Poison. Yeah, there's there's thunder and lightning. And poison. And poison. She's she's right. Are you reading it off of a list? No. No, you're just you just have a good memory. Okay. What? You have one casting of chromatic orb left. What do you want to try? Here, we're screwed. <laughs> we have to pick one and give me the Jeopardy theme or something. They just pick one. Give me back my thunder. Yes. You want the lightning? No! But thunder is a sound. 
It, it, it counts kind of like an element in this. Okay. So, what one do you pick? The Thunder one, because I can. You expend your last spell of the day on creating a Thunder Orb, and you launch it at the final chain. And as the thunderclap resounds throughout the chamber, the chain does not light up. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's bad. After a few more minutes of sitting there and wondering, well, how can we make any more elements? There's no other elements that you guys have the ability to make. Mm. He's looking at it. Uh, we're all standing there by the, by the last chain that's not glowing, and he's, he's kind of scratching in the dirt with his claws, and he says, I not Dargon! No breath ding. I got no acid. Acid? We tried acid. And Blinky oh, comes over and sits down next to him. Blinky, Blinky does? Are you positive? So Blinky's... And Rawl starts, Rawl starts petting Blinky's head while he's sitting there thinking. Hmm. Is Blinky gonna pee on the chain? <laughs> He's got acid pee. <laughs> well, it's a different element. Salt. Salt water. We're going back out to those, those dead bodies and grab some acid. After maybe five minutes of Brawl sitting here petting Blinky, he snaps his claws. Circle in Feywild. Send Blinky. Tell Dargon acid. All right, we can go get Dargon acid. <laughs> we need some acid from the Dargon. Okay. Rawl goes over to your bag. He opens it up, throws a bunch of stuff out on the floor, like Yoda on Dagobah. Mm -hmm. And he pops back out of your bag, holding a parchment and quill. Oh, to write it down. Tell Dargon! And he pull, holds the parchment and quill out to you. Okay, so we write a note to Dargon that we need the acid. And I just write a little doodle on there. Because I can do what I want. Ghostlinger doodles out the picture of the spell circles on the parchment. Asharis writes the note of acid and then points at where it needs to go. What do you tell Blinky to do? Well, I'm going to use my, you know... Beast bond, so that you can read my mind and stuff, and then I can tell him to go to Dargon and deliver the note. Perfect. Blinky gets it a hundred percent. A moment after blink, after the blink dog disappears, standing at the point where the spell circles overlap, as if he was already in the room, you see a glowing ghostly figure of a dragonborn appear with a blink dog next to him. How does Blinky behave? He just goes over and paws on him. Gives him the note. Blinky starts pawing at Dargon, who happens to be standing in this chamber because, if you remember, when you came into the room, Zabuza said he just sent a knight and squire through the portal. And if you guys remember in your Feywild adventure, it ended with you and Dargon fighting a knight and squire in this room. Hmm. So you've been, this entire time, 
in two places at once. Wow, that's deep. Because the Feywild has a weird kind of temporal time-shifty thing going on. So the Rawl you worked with in the Feywild isn't the same Rawl that is currently in the room with you. <laughs> so, Dargon kneels down next to Blinky, and you see him take the note off of Blinky's collar. And he looks at it, and he reads it, and he scratches his head a little bit. And a moment later, you see him standing at the edge of the portal, or at the edge of the spell circle, and he draws in a big dragonborn breath, and he breathes out a line of acid across the spell circle. The final chain glows bright ice blue, and in that moment, with all the chains brightly glowing, the dragon in front of you draws in a massive breath and roars, breaking the muzzle that was on him, and he shakes free of the broken chains around him. The dragon rears up, spreading his wings wide across the chamber, and his scales shimmer in prominent silver as his front feet return to the floor with a thud. You can all see the ghostly vesti vestige, vestige, vestige of Dargon start to twinkle and fade away as the magic of the spell circle is broken. And you hear a voice. Ah, thank you. And Rawl immediately rushes over and wraps his small body around one of the huge dragon's legs, shouting, Argal free again! <laughs> Rawl turns to the rest of you with a smirk. Ghostslinger, when we meet, you ask if I dragon. He grins wide. I am dragon. And then he slowly turns into silver sparkles that float up and into Argal. And Argal says, I am Argal, blessed of Bahamut, protector of knowledge, ascendant of Kobold. This is my mountain, and I am in your debt, adventurers. I'm sure you have many questions. And I will do my best to answer them. And that's the end of the episode? No questions! What are your questions? What about the orcs? I mean, they just went away. We didn't kill them all, right? The orcs... Did they come back? The orcs went through the portal into the Feywild to deal with Dargon and the lizard folk in the Feywild. Most of the orcs from this area in the Material Plane have gone in there. There will be more orcs in this area that need to be rounded up and dealt with, but for right now, you guys are safe in the mountain. Any other questions? Who killed all the little guys? The dragons? Which little guys? The dwarves. Who, who, who killed the dwarves or whatever they were that lived in this mountain? Ah. All the dead bodies and stuff that we saw years ago. This mountain was not my mountain. It has a long history. This mountain was first the dwarves, then an evil ice dragon lived here, and he killed the dwarves. He took everything from them, and his minions plundered their homes. And then the humans came, and the humans destroyed all the dragons. I found this mountain years ago empty, and I've lived here ever since. Hmm. So you're the last dragon. What was that? Two at once. You keep the last Did I keep all the gold? 
You keep lots of gold. Dragons, do they sleep on gold? Why, yes. Yes, I do have a large hoard of gold. And I was, I will certainly reward you handsomely for your help. I just want to know. <laughs> I didn't need any gold. Also, for you guys to, to know, in Dungeons & Dragons lore, chromatic dragons, so dragons that are white, black, green, red, yellow, any color, are evil dragons. And the metallic dragons, silver, gold, metallic red, uh, there's names for them like rose gold and stuff, I don't know. But all of the metallic dragons are generally good dragons, and all of the colored dragons are generally evil dragons. Like Smaug, he's a red dragon, because he's an evil dragon. Mm. So wait, what color is this dragon? Argal is silver. And the dragon that used to live here was white. And if you remember back, way back when you met Rawl, it was weird that Rawl is a green kobold. Like he used to work for a different dragon? Because the dragons have kobold servants that are the same color as them. Hmm. So is this the end of the dragons, or are they ever going to talk to us again? Well, I am not the last dragon. There are many dragons. Actually, at the moment, I believe you have met one of my distant cousins who is wreaking havoc in the Feywild. I'll have to deal with him. That's amazing. The one in the sky trying to kill us all. Yes, the undead dragon. Oh, the dragon skeleton. Okay. Any other questions? Do you have the magic to talk to me anytime you want through my head? Yes, now that I am free of that accursed muzzle. Will you help us in battle? That's the only thing I need to know. I will do what I can to help you. I cannot directly interfere with the affairs of this plane. But... Do you have the blink, do you have the blink dog abilities? The Masters of the Orcs and Masters of Zabuza were using my power to open a portal into the Feywild. They weakened the bridge using my strength. So, I can open a portal into the Feywild. Okay. Do you have a map of how to get out of this five tunnels? As a matter of my debt to you, I would like to gift each of you something. Come with me. Argal lowers his wing down so that you can climb up onto his back. As each of you crawls up onto Argal's back, he says, Hold on tight. No kidding. And he hunches down like he's about to jump into the stone ceiling overhead. And before you can say anything, he leaps right through the largest blue-gray boulder in the center of the room. You all pass through it as if it wasn't there. The sensation is the same as passing through the rock that Argal drew a spell circle for you to come through to get into the mountain. It's almost like passing through a fog, cool and wet. When you can see again, you see the top of the mountain below you. It's like an oasis in the desert, but the desert is all clouds. Instead of snow on the top of the mountain, you see this tropical island. There's palm trees and ferns and all sorts of tropical plants and birds flapping around that shouldn't be here. It's not at all like you're in the north when you're above the clouds. 
After a moment, a couple of circles around, Raw lands on the top of the mountain, and you see dozens of kobold come running out of the trees from all around you, cheering and shouting that you're heroes and thank you for saving Argal. There are all kinds of different colors. There's red ones and blue ones and silver ones and platinum ones and brass ones and copper ones. Rawl lowers his wings and lets you get off of him. And he says, Brothers, please, let me reward these fine people for their work. And the kobolds all step back so he can continue. He walks over to a pile of treasures, just sitting in the middle of this mountaintop, surrounded by sand, and the clouds are like a beach on the edge of the island. This is my hoard. I have collected treasures from around the world, gold and riches, but also books and scrolls of knowledge that can't be found anywhere but here and the libraries around the world where I found them. Merlin, please come forward and accept this ring of protection. And Merlin, wow. what does your ring of protection look like? Anything your heart desires. Oh, I just had it a minute ago. Here's a ring. So it's got little magical sigils all around it. It does. And it's fairly wide on your finger, like it's a wide band. Yes. What's it made of? Any metal, real or otherwise? A special metal. It's tungsten. Okay. It's a tungsten ring. And as you put it on your finger, it glows. And you feel protected. In game purposes, it it enhances your armor save by plus one. Ghost Slinger! You worried Rawl a few times, to be sure, but it worked out in the end. And I'm so happy to gift to you this hat of disguise. (laughs) Of course. Try not to trick your friends with it too much. And he winks at you. What do you make it look like today? When you put it on, you can look like anyone and be wearing anything for actually once a day. Once a day, you can you can activate this hat. I think actually, no, it might be a real item. I need to look it up. I'll let you know exactly what it does later. But what do you make it look like right now? It can look like anything your heart desires. It's gonna be Zabuza because I can. Perfect. I love it. You turn into Zabuza. What do you say when you do it? Oh, I'm a spooky man. Stalker. (laughs) Oh, I love having you play this game with me, Jessica. Asharis, you seem to have formed a special bond with that blink dog of yours. No minor elf could do that. So I present to you this rare treasure that you won't find anywhere else. Please take this collar of safety. From a dog? The collar of safety allows you that if your animal companion drops to zero hit points in combat, or for any reason, they will be transported to a pocket dimension where they will remain safe until you summon them using the command word. Ooh, alright. I'm gonna put it on the blink dog. Lastly, don't- Can it have his name? Blinky. Oh yeah, what does it look like? What does the collar for Blinky look like? You have his name, Blinky, and then all this bling. Oh, it's a blingy, blinky collar? Yes, yes. <laughs> what, what collar is it? Oh, sparkly diamonds, of course. <laughs> Like it's a, of course okay, I, I love it. Big diamonds, big diamonds. Ryan's good. and the diamonds. Okay, the jewels that are encrusted on the collar, and uh, they are the magical like source that when he would drop to zero hit points, the portal opens up from the magic from the magic within the diamonds and sucks him into it, and then you can use his command word to summon him back whenever you want. 
in order to tend to wounds. Wow. Lastly, don't worry, I haven't forgotten Dargon. I will deliver to him this belt of fire strike. Now, I really should be off to make sure that things in the Feywild aren't too far out of hand. I'm sure they aren't as good as when I was last there, because I have been gone for quite a while. But before I go, I have a couple of more things for you. My, I mean Rawls, old adventuring bag. It still has a few items in there from my adventuring days. It's a bag of holding, filled with a few adventuring items. Five healing potions, rope, cutlery, plates, fire starter, and you can fill it up with, I think it's like 200 pounds of stuff, and the bag itself will only ever weigh one pound. Wow. That's impressive. Cool. And my final gift, if you will take it, I would like to gift you all the blessings of Bahamut. You will be guardians of goodness and continue a fight against the evil plaguing these lands. Do you accept? Yes. Yes. Ghostlinger? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Asharis, Merlin, you feel a warmth in your chest as you radiate with shimmering silver light for a moment. You become level 5 and gain an amount of XP that I haven't decided on yet beyond that. Ooh. Ghost Slinger, you don't. Where is your cat right now? I assume he's still in your cloak as always? Yes. Ghost Slinger, there's something wrong. Something with you is... Evil. Evil. I can't bless you if you're carrying it, a cursed evil object. Whatever! This is the perfect time to get rid of it! No, it's well over. The dragon will dispose of it properly. What? We want to be level five, because we get more stuff. What? What? What's happened to you? I'm just carrying this thing around. What thing? What thing do you have? What thing could possibly block my power? Cat. You pull it out. Cat. And hold out a cat. You hold out a cat that has it in its mouth? Yes. Hmm. We'll stop there. Good, my dog is snoring. So, we'll pick it up next week, but Jessica, so that you know, you are handing over the amulet, right? Probably. You're gonna let him take it, so that he can bless you? Probably. Okay, then you also become level 5, and gain an undisclosed amount of XP that I haven't decided on yet. You get new spells, you get extra experience stuff, you get maybe some skills, I don't know. You'll have to read through and level up your characters. I'm wondering. Okay, that's what I want to do. So Merlin, I know that question you were asking. Oh, also, you're safe to stay on the mountain, so don't worry about it. Uh, as far as stuff, you get all your... When you level up, you get all your stuff back. Everything uh, comes back. You count as of having had a full night's rest, so you can level up freely. Cool. Spell attack round, spells DC. I carry all the stuff. I deserve the magical bag. You've got the great bag, little girl. I want a bag like that. We still got our donkeys. Our donkeys. <laughs> Your donkeys are at the entrance to the or entrance to the mountain. Yes, they are. In the little cutout thing, they've been there for one day. Uh, yeah, and we're on top because you slept. You slept overnight in the dwarven forge. Then, in the course of the next day, made your way all the way up to the top of the mountain, which now you are literally standing on top of. We're on top of the mountain, dropped here by a dragon. Yep. Amazing. 